0: Hello, peeps. I'm Marisela Herrera, and I'm your host here on Should I Just Quit My Job? It's been raining a lot in New York City lately, and it might be the rain. It might be that I've been sick and trying to get over a nasty cold, but I've been feeling kind of wistful. Is that the right term? nostalgic, melancholy, in my head, which is nothing new. I mean, if you ask anyone who knows me, I pretty much give a whole other level of meaning to the term overthinker, (laughs) because it's good that I know myself. (laughs) It's that time of year, though, isn't it? Summer is over there's only one quarter left in the year. And for some reason, I feel like this time is when many of us start to wonder, shit, what have I done with all this time? In January, people are coming back uh, from the holidays and have all this energy and all this hopes for a brand new year they're done the resolutions and and luck i'm not necessarily one to believe in resolutions but the truth is when a new year is beginning we all tend to tend to go into planning mode and then in september when the kids are going back to school um A lot of us grown-ups all of a sudden stop and wonder, huh, whatever happened to that goal I had back at the beginning of the year? So maybe that's why I'm wistful. And look, if you think about it, in my case, I haven't been working for the last three months. That's the longest I've been without working in my whole adult life. But I have been busy. I mean, I have. I've been spending a lot of time on this podcast. Which reminds me, I need to give you all a massive thank you from the bottom of my heart for being so wonderfully supportive. I've gotten some really nice feedback and some really sweet messages uh, from people saying that this podcast is resonating with them. And for some of them that have been going through something similar, they feel less alone which makes me feel all the warm and fuzzies and makes me feel like I'm not alone. So I'm glad we're helping each other out. It's only week two, and I promise you, I have so many great stories to share with you as we keep going. I really do. I've, I've taped a few episodes already, and um, I'm still in the editing process, but God, I'm excited for you to hear them. Today's interview is is one of those. It's actually a little bit different. It's not a shit I just quit my job story, but a shit I just got fired story, which is a biggie. It's a big change. And it's also something that a lot of people are going through. Um, I know some of my close friends are going through layoffs and with the economy and, you know, just how things are out there. It's rough. And When you're going through something as dark as being forced to exit your what you know as your security, I think it's good to to be able to talk about it. Anyway, I talk with Cecilia Santos. She's actually from El Salvador. It is really fun that I get to talk to someone from my home country. She shares her story of how she found herself at a point in time when the universe gave her a pretty clear kick in the pants. It was unwelcomed, you know, but as I've started to see a lot of these unwelcomed kick in the pants was just what she needed. It's a story of resilience, finding yourself, changing your mindset and leaving behind ingrained old notions of what meaningful work is or what it looks like. Ceci is from El Salvador, like I said, and she's living one of my dreams. She lives at the beach, surfing and doing yoga and enjoying life. Yeah, I'm a little bit jealous. I'm not going to lie. I really wanted to share this interview with you, but I do have to give you a heads up. The audio is not the best. Says he might live in a beautiful place, which he does, but the internet not the best. Um just that's that's how things are in, you know, rural places in El Salvador. We actually had to tape this interview twice because the first one didn't take. Um and I figured a third time would defeat the natural flow of the conversation, so I kind of just went with it. I think you still, you know. Totally can hear what we're talking about and understand it. It's just not the best. And I do think that this is an episode that has a lot that can help people out there. So I did not want to limit myself by not putting it out there. We talk about how we are so focused on doing and doing and doing that we sometimes forget to just be. And well, i'm here in my wistfulness that's all i'm trying to do just be accept who i am where i'm at go with the flow learn to rest and just be hope you enjoy this interview and thanks again for your support it means the world to be here with Cecilia, better known as Ceci Santos. I'm really excited for people to hear your story because, A, you're from El Salvador, and I don't get to interview or talk to a lot of people from El Salvador, and it's, you know, something very near and dear to my heart. But also, you're living a life that I've always said I want. You live in a beautiful place, in the beach, in El Salvador, to my happy place. Um, And it's something I've always dreamed of. But I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. So why don't we start? Can you introduce yourself to our audience? uh, Tell us a little bit about you. And we can work from there into your journey and everything else.
1: Yeah, that sounds that sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, And a little bit about me. So I'm Salvadoran. It's a beautiful country, and up until now, I am, you know, like discovering my own home. (laughs) But talking about a little bit about career, um, I majored in marketing, uh, and I worked many, many years in the corporate sector, uh, different companies, leading companies. Something happened along down the road. And um, should I got fired. So that kind of like, that, that bombing the road pushed me towards leaving here at the beach, which at some point, it was just literally a dream. You know, that kind of like um, cliche idea that let's go and leave by the beach and, you know, bask in the sun. <laughs> um, and now I'm leaving it. So... It was not, as you said, it's a journey. Um, it took a long time for me to get here. It was not easy. It was
0: painful,
1: but I'm alive, and I think I'm lucky. I, think...
0: <laughs> you are. <laughs> So I want to talk a little bit about your career path, because you and I have talked before. And I know you went to school to study uh, marketing communications, you had very clear in your mind what you wanted to do, what success looked like, what it was going to take and how you were going to go through your path in your career. And then you had this, this, this specific below happened to you and and while you were working for really big companies, really well-known companies, can you talk a little bit about that, about your path from the beginning, particularly when you were younger and just starting out?
1: I'm grateful for every single company and all the experience I got from every single company that I worked for. I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, like each role Prepared me for the next, not only in terms of work experience per se, marketing and career and all the knowledge you get from working at a big corporation, but also in terms of personality, attitude, you know, kind of like what I call the school of life. But I have to say, probably, that I was not that it's good or it's bad, that's just the way it was for me. Um, but I think I was I was kinda like trained. And I'm gonna use that word because kind of like thinking about training person training Kind of like I was trained to think um in and kind of like or in like the word success with the word for great like went to a college that it's specifically for marketing and integrated communications. Um, which I, I love, you know, like just, <laughs> I smile and I, I, I love what I, what I, uh, what I majored in. Um, I think marketing runs through my days, but anyway, it's um, an expensive school, so my parents said like, okay, you know, young lady, wanna, wanna go there, let's, let's do like, pay offer your tuition, the rest. It came with certain responsibility. It wasn't giving all the way per se, you know. So I started. I started working to pay for my tuition, and it was it was really fun to make my own money (laughs) and the independence of like managing my own budget. Which probably the first three years I was just like spending. (laughs) I didn't save back then. Uh, Anyway, that was that was part of it, I guess. And um, as you said, I worked or leading brands definitely for some reason it's not maybe i i decided that i was going to apply to a certain job at a certain company because of the prestige the company had in the market and uh so yeah probably i worked average four years on each of these companies let's say four or five and yeah so i was trained to kind of like go up at a corporate ladder that's that's what I knew. I didn't I didn't know anything else. Um than consider different possibilities. Like that was not ingrained in my brain. So anyway, when when I got fired, um it was a surprise. It was not expected. it was it was a major blow. Probably <laughs> I'm lessing now and I feel definitely better now, but caught me absolutely off guard.
0: So working four to five years at each company is is a decent amount of time. So you you were settled there. You had been working there. You were doing your job. And like you said, being fired was unexpected. And sometimes I think we we kind of know something might be brewing or we kind of feel something might be changing. But how did you feel once that happened? How did you deal with losing your job like that? Ah, uh,
1: so the fact that it was unexpected, I think it was humongous disappointment with the company. I have to say that. Just as I was trained the you know, language, the corner office, um i was very dedicated to my job you know i would do the hours i would do i would run not only the extra mile but many extra miles and when i went through that i felt like the company had failed me least with telling me what was going on you know but so yeah it was it was definitely unexpected but probably. The very first weekend, because it happened on a Friday, the very first weekend, I was kind of like, like, am I dreaming? Like, what's, what's going on? I was on the phone with one of my best friends, her name is Alejandra, and we both went to the same college, and uh, she said, you know what, CC, like, we didn't, we didn't learn how to do marketing. You know, of course, we do know how to work with the marketing strategy, branding, name it. But you know what? They taught us how to learn, and that reminded me that I knew how to learn, and I knew how to like turn things around and create and innovate. Kind of like waking up from the fact that. I was not my job.
0: Ooh, big realization I still struggle with for sure.
1: Oh god, like for many years I I kind of like got confused thinking I was what I did. And those, those are two very different things. Of course I was gonna I was gonna identify myself with my job because I was doing that 10, 12 hours a day, five times a week got for it if I did not consider doing a little work during the weekend, you know, but that was self-imposed. You know, I'm not, not blaming anything or anybody.
0: It's interesting. I think we underestimate the value that there is in the ability to learn. And it is an ability. It is a skill, right? Like you, you learn how to learn. And it's, it's, I love that your friend said that to you because it makes sense in my mind and one of the one of the things i believe are more and more important for people as they continue in their careers and as the world is changing is to have that it's a growth mindset it's an ability to learn an ability to change an ability to adapt and it's not necessarily what you learn or the things that you know how to do or you know if you know marketing strategy or not because marketing strategy changes, and trends change, and everything changes. So if you have the ability to adapt and learn, that really is what makes or breaks what you can do. However, embracing that at a time where you've just gotten fired, I mean, that's hard. That's that's really, really hard. But I've also heard, though, uh, from people who have gotten fired and then look back and say, that was probably the best thing that couldn't that could have happened to me. It's 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 something hard to say at the moment when you're going through it. But did you ever think if I hadn't been fired, I would have walked away, or the universe pushed me in the direction that I needed to go in some way?
1: Yeah, I think, and I'm not gonna take credit on like coming down to that conclusion myself. I think. I'm um, a believer, I commit in God, I commit in the universe, and I think life, now that I'm surfing, a lot of analogies related to the ocean. If you are ready for something, or you are not ready for something, but the universe and God decides it's time, either if you will push yourself out, or the ocean will push you out into the shore, you know? So I guess I needed that wake up call and the wake up call had to be a big deal, like getting fired, even though this is like the big up. <laughs> I had already emotionally resigned from the company, probably like six months prior to
0: getting fired. So by that, you mean you were kind of checked out a little, like you were still doing your job though. Um. Were you more disengaged?
1: So I, uh, and that's one of the, the conclusions I got after like really thinking about it, realizing that I, yeah, that I emotionally quit before getting fired. I didn't act it on, I didn't act on the way I was feeling. I just kept coming every day and I showed off for doing my job as best as I could, honorably. But emotionally, I have detached from the company already. And I don't think, and and, you know, to be honest, I don't think I knew that then. You know, I, I, I believe that one of the gifts of awareness, being present. It's like real life. That might be so obvious, but we, we are so invested in other things that we cannot, or I couldn't see that I had already passed emotionally from the company. And, and I think probably like why it all started, it's because um, certain values of like my personal values and professional values were not aligned with the company anymore. And once again, this is not like a bad thing or a good thing. It's just like they were not in line anymore. I didn't have the balls to write down the resigning letter so life and the universe and God say, like, okay, we'll do it our way.
0: Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, honestly, even even admitting to being emotionally unattached from your job or disengaged, it's something that happens to everyone at some point or another, but we don't actually verbalize it because it does sound like we you're not just giving your all, which is what everyone thinks you should be doing. So talking about it and, and hearing you say that is is refreshing in a way but also you talk about your values and the values of the company not matching up and that I say and I think is that's huge right that's massive that is where things start really getting tricky because you want to be in a place where your values are in alignment you have to if you really want to be invested anyway Regardless of that, you continued to work, um, you did not send that resignation letter, and then you got fired. How did you find closure, particularly, or because you were a little bit, like you said, emotionally detached, did you not need closure? How did you get yourself b- back up from getting fired? Um,
1: I think I did like an express, <laughs> an express closure. And then i'm still um i'm still feeling you know but it's not it's not an, an open and anymore probably i was mad at some point like kind of like what you getting there too kind of like my my six-year-old getting grounded for no reason and i was still like why you're not you know, you're out of fear, but I I think that was very like ego centered. Fact that I wanted an explanation and I wanted to know why and I, but then that once again that was very like ego centered. to realize where I am now, to realize the things that I'm exposed to now, the things that I'm doing now, it's like. I need to send a present to someone and thanking them for like eking me out of the company because if whatever I had to go through got me to where I am, you know, hands down, thank.
0: <laughs> but you never know though. Like, yeah, I can see that now. You're like, yay, great! I live in this beautiful place and I'm doing all of these good things, but. I think it's normal for you to want an explanation for what happened. And I think it's normal for you to first kind of have to go through all the stages. And and I do think it's all the stages of grief, anger, all of them, before you can get to that point. But I love that you are now extremely happy and yeah. doing what you love and living in a place that you love. How did you come to the conclusion of, you know what, I'm going to go live at the beach and and like let's be honest for people who don't know El Salvador and and I would say that's probably the majority of people it's not like living at the beach in LA or Miami it's a very different setting right it's it's much more rural it's much more like small little community how did you how did you even get that idea and 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 Go for it. Yeah.
1: Well, so I think once again, talking a little bit about the universe and God and life, you name it. You know, um, I think a lot of things start happening before we realize they they have. So I I started coming to this specific town, it's called Enfonte. Um, now it's like Bitcoin Beach in It's a very international beach town now um, but when i started coming here back in 2013 oh my goodness that's that's 10 years ago wow so anyway um i i remember you know kind of like wanting to go to a different beach town my mom and i spent a weekend here and i saw a guy surfing and when i saw him it's kind of like one of those movie moments when it's like oh that's what I want to do. You know, I'm a little, I, I knew that that was even a possibility. I started surfing, kind of like taking surfing lessons on and off. So when I got fired, my mom solemnly recommended to take some time off, you kind know, of like recover. And I started coming to the beach from like Thursday to Sundays talking to different people being exposed to different lifestyles and i was like what so um you work six months and then eight take six months how how does that work <laughs> so like so not everything it's like nine to five and then another guy that would sell boats And he would like sail a boat that was stationed at, I don't know, at a pier in South Africa. And he would take the boat all the way like to South Valley. You know, like all all these, all these things that started like, I felt like I was waking up to a different reality, you know, that in fact, it was not what I, what I had learned before that even I am, I am creating a new definition of work me you know um because for me it was like an office building a bunch of co-workers um a schedule and like you know a nine to five or a nine you know whatever um a bunch of meetings kpis reports um budget management uh, blah 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 you name it you know that was my my definition of, of of a job of work um and now i i see this like many people doing that they had a different formula for an honorable way of making money and learning and helping people. So that kind of like started like down the rabbit hole, realizing that there's a different way of doing things. And like, well, like three months after I was, I was late.
0: <laughs> wow. Three months. That's, that's not a long time. What are you doing there now? So you discovered all these different lifestyles. So, so, what did you choose to do now that you're there? Yeah. Uh, t- so, now for the first time in
1: my life, adult life apart, and, and I felt like working a part time job that I decided, like, I made the call. It took a, a good time to it allow myself to lose myself that it was okay. Look for a job that it was part time allowed me things I love doing that I re- discovered to to make money but in, in a different way so would now I work for an American. yesterday I, I get to leave at the beach and I get to surf <laughs> look
0: at my smile like oh my god I know you look so happy
1: yeah <laughs> but still like after I've been doing this jobs so I moved um down here four years ago the first two years I worked at a hotel, um, I have to say it's um, it's a process. It's like um, I'm still figuring out a lot of things about like after working for so many years in the corporate world, it, it's kind of like hard to uh, be kept from certain practices from the corporate world. Um, and once again, I'm not like attacking Fucking crap! No, it's just that it's very different, you know. Like I'm real life in my own oh shit now. Nah. But yeah, I work a part time job. Part time job. I I get to surf. I get to do yoga at I don't know 9 a.m. in the morning. You know, like or sometimes when I'm in the middle of the ocean and it's like 9:30, I just go like I'm having a meeting with you know a bunch of surfers and. Yeah. Riding right away, it's like, ah, you know, so I think probably one of the biggest things I've realized is I wouldn't have done this right out of college, for example. Like I wouldn't change the fact that I work for these companies and be so grateful for my coworkers, the companies, the compensations, the leaders, whatever, you know? Um and but i i think unknowingly i prepared like my own path you know and i have to say this like this but i i worked my freaking ass off for many years so i could i could make different decisions down the road so it's the fact that i'm here and the fact that i get to decide what i'm doing now it's because i or whatever, fifteen years, I was working the way. You know, maybe somebody can just, you know, many many college kids now, this Gen Z, <laughs> is like founding their own companies in seventeen, yes. and that is great. You know, like if it works, hands off, you know, hands down. Um, but uh, m- my reality, I think I worked my own path, while to a here.
0: Yeah, that's the proverbial paying your dues. Um, what does success mean to you now?
1: Whoa, that's a that's a, that's a wonderful question. I think um, whoa. success um, means that inner serenity or comfortable being comfortable with what you're doing now with what you are achieving now that doesn't necessarily have to do with money only but it has to do with health it has to do with like, like physical health and mental and emotional health. And, and still you go to bed and you feel like are you not taking light spot <laughs> but like I'm, I'm holding hands with like and we are We are both in sync.
0: I love that. I love that so much. Holding hands with life. It's a beautiful sentiment. And it it seems like what's happening is you've gotten to know yourself more and what you want and what's important. And success now is much more about you than about something external. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I think it's a very hard thing to get. To in life, and and some of us want that, but would you agree? Do you think that that's to you now? Success is much more internal than external.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm getting to know. You know, like somebody said, um, "Manager for me," and I thought, as I said, my life was my career. Now the biggest, operation the biggest ink, you know, it's me. I am my dream company. I am building my own KPI. You know, like when I'm, when I'm, when I catch away or when I'm skating, when I am being in the ocean or taking a walk in the mountain with my dogs at 2 PM, I feel like a freaking alien, you know? And that's that's probably my definition of success now. Like, and I'm super ambitious. You have no idea. I have like four different projects that I'm working on. But just the fact that I get to call the shot in my life, probably that's my destiny.
0: For now. For now. For now. Good point. It can change, right? It continues to change. So, for now. So now that you... Are looking back, is there anything you would have told yourself um, or that you would like to tell yourself back that Friday when you got fired, heard the news? If you could, what would you tell yourself? Um, probably I would I would tell
1: myself 100 times that it, it was not my fault, that it was so.
0: You need that compassion, I think. In moments like that what was the best advice or or the thing that served you the most while you were getting to what was next
1: probably what i what i mentioned so like if you do your part, i will do its part when it's tiny like if i like work from um, audience if i stay with my value Even though I get lost, life will show me a way. Life will present a way. might be rocky. It might be crazy. But the way will be this. I'm still doing my part towards what's coming. Whatever you're doing now, but it will impact whatever's around the corner for you. So using your time in a smart way, I'm learning how to rest, still, after a couple of years, so I'll take your time, <laughs> but I'm learning how to rest, I'm learning how to discover myself, you know, make mistakes, In allowing myself to make mistakes, so I'm, I'm taking action, it's not that I'm, I'm doing a lot, or doing a little, I'm just being, you know, somebody said like, whoa, we're not human beings, we're human doers, for now, I want to be.
0: Oh my God, I'm tired just from that. I want to be. <laughs> I also just want to be.
1: Yeah. And, and and you, you can, you will, and we're going to fuck it up. And it feels so sweet to say it. <laughs> it is about fucking it up. I, w- I was avoiding making mistakes, and I was like trying to be these. Perfect. I want to, I want to mess up. I want to miss off. and I've, I've burned my light. You know, freaking mess up and get lost, and that's where it. You and, know, and still feeling great about it and seeing it with a smile.
0: Learning how to admit to messing up and fucking it up and being okay with it is another great skill. I mean, resilience is really what that's all about. It's having the courage to. Just be it's having the courage to do what you want to do, and knowing that if you fuck up, it'll also be okay because we all fuck up. yeah, we're humans. can't be perfect. And not only are we not perfect, we need a break. I knew i needed I needed rest after I uh, quit my job. I really needed a break and and at the beginning, I was like, i don't I don't know what to do. i I feel like I have to do something. I should not be just sitting there um which is why i went home actually i went to el salvador to take some time and and be able to have that space but it's hard it's hard to get used to that it's hard to get used to not doing
1: first of all life congratulations my dear but yeah it's, it's taking me a lot more than i thought i still feel really bad when i'm like okay i'm gonna take the afternoon off But um, I try to, let me think about it, like, I try to, like, push myself to get in touch with people that are, like, my opposite. And, again, the word opposite. Maybe let's use the word contrast. You know, I, I try to expose myself to things I didn't know before, or somebody that thinks extremely different to what I used to think. And understand their perspective, you know. So, like resting, not necessarily. I thought it was resting equals sleeping. Now resting could be taking a walk with my dogs, turning off my phone for a day, which I'm learning to. Resting can take the form of talking to a stranger, and but no, like. Resting comes from a different
0: parts yeah. Resting is something that fills your cup, right? Uh, the way you're putting it is it's yes. something that is good for you and that makes you want to be better or be better. And it can be active. To me, I mean, sometimes resting is going for a run. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good one. That's amazing, yes.
1: And, and um, so, yeah, I'm learning every day. I'm learning. Sometimes I don't feel great. About resting and I feel guilty, you know that guilt trip. Um, But oh, I have another good one. So wow, I'm not walking down this path alone. Have a support group. I have friends. I have a mom. Like I'm not like a lot of people are holding down my parachute. (laughs) If if you,
0: that's important. You can't do, you can't do it alone.
1: Thank you so much for
0: being here. This was fun. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Thank you for joining (laughs) me. Thank you for listening to Shit, I Just Quit My Job. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would help to get the word out. And share with your friends. If you know anyone who might get some benefit from this show, we're here for it. Thanks again and see you next week.